Hey guys, and welcome to the Brandon Fraser podcast, where we talk everything and anything Brandon Fraser. We're your hosts, Carla and Daniel, and we're both really excited to be talking to you today. And how excited yes. are you for this new FX series, Trust? I am absolutely stoked about it. And not only because Brandon Fraser is going to be in it, but because this is a series developed by Danny Boyle. Ooh. I know, right? He's like the most amazing director out there. So if you haven't seen any of his movies or anything like that, you gotta go see it. He's great. You're saying we do nothing? It's a hoax. There's a ransom. How much more do you need? Kidnap. Not kidnap. Five. Dead. Whatever. The mess was only getting started. But you already knew that. Right? For Brennan Fraser to be in a TV show, this is the one out of anything, like attaching himself to Danny Boyle. I think it's a big deal for him, career-wise especially, because Danny Boyle is not only an amazing um, director, but also, I mean, like, look at his movies, honestly. On top of that, he's a Oscar-winning director, screenwriter, and all that, so. Well, Carla, you hit the nail on the head with that. <laughs> when I first heard about the TV show Trust... Mm -hmm. I'd already known about All the Money in the World, the Ridley Scott film. Yes. Which covers the same story. We're going to talk about it a little bit later. Mm -hmm. So when I first heard about Trust, I was kind of like, why are they doing that at the same time? Like, was it planned? Is this one of the scenarios the movie Armageddon comes out and Deep Impact comes out? And the, yeah. It was like, <laughs> like the one studio knew, oh, they're making this movie about an asteroid that's coming to the Earth. And they're like, we got to do it first. And this time we're sending up Bruce Willis. <laughs> Right. Like, I think what really separated for me was once I found out that Danny Boyle was involved and that he's actually directing, I think, three of the episodes from looking at IMDb. Um, and I mean, Danny Boyle, if you don't know, I mean, he's done, I mean, Steve Jobs was the writing and the directing of that film. Fantastic. 127 hours, which I, I own the movie, but I've only seen it once because I'm just, it's horrifying what? to me. I I wouldn't cut my arm off, would you? Um, if I want to live, yes, I would. Well, try. obviously, <laughs> I want to live too, but but it's just like the fact that he was doing with like some, it looked like a box, not even a box cutter, but just like the tiny blade thing. Yeah, it, ugh. yeah, yeah. It's I gross. mean, <laughs> good for him being able to, you know, chop his arm off with a little pocket knife. But I would just say, hey, man, I had a good life. I tried. I'm not doing that. So <laughs> it, it is a great movie. If you haven't seen 127 Hour, you should go watch it. James Franco, great performance. It's a horrifying movie. I don't want to watch it again, but I'm glad that Carla really likes it. I like it. Um, well, I also have favorites as well. Like one of my absolute favorites is just uh, there's two of them. It's the um, 28 Days Later, which was like the zombie movie. Um, but. It's not necessarily a zombie movie, I guess, because no one says zombie in the movie, so you don't know what's happening. But I think he also helped, like, the whole revive, kind of like the whole genre in a way, because that movie came out in, like, what, 2002 or so? So, yeah. And another one, an underrated movie that I really love is Sunshine. So, if you guys like sci fi or whatever, definitely check it out. 
because I have never seen that movie, but oh, I've, I've had people recommend it to me. Oh, it's a must see. It really is. I don't know. It's a very underrated. Not many people know about it, so I'm like justice for sunshine over here. Well, another one of Danny Boyle's films, Slumdog Millionaire, which I absolutely love that movie, and I, oh, yeah. it's heartbreaking. It makes me want to cry. I don't. It's internal, like I tear up, but no, it's, it, it's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful. The soundtrack to it. I love it. I I think when that movie came out, I played the soundtrack so many times. Now, I'm looking. He also directed The Beach. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. How could I forget? The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. That has to be the most absolute beautiful movie. I've never seen it, but I mean, reading about it now because the person. OK, so the writer of the novel is Alex Garland, mm-hmm. who is brilliant. He just, I just saw the movie Annihilation last night with um, Natalie Portman, and he wrote and directed that film, and he also did Ex Machina. Oh, yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch The Beach. No. off topic there. Yeah. I'm really surprised at the fact that you have not seen The Beach, because it's it's absolutely beautiful. Just like the colors and ugh. Yeah, you you have to watch it this weekend. Well, I, I'm a big a big Leo fan, obviously. I mean, Titanic. A couple of weeks ago, I watched it a few. I don't, I don't want to admit to saying I watched it five nights in a row, but I watched it a lot because it's a beautiful film. That's a whole nother podcast. I can go on for hours about that. <laughs> um, back to trust. Yes. Real quick. The Look. cast is fantastic, and I'm looking. Hillary Swank. Yes, Hilly Strank, Donald Sutherland, um, and also you have like a young and coming actor as well. Um, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> You've got Harris Dickinson as Paul Getty the third. Yeah, Little Getty. <laughs> Little Getty. <laughs> Little Getty. Little Getty. That's what we're gonna start calling him, Little Getty. Harris Dickinson. I recognize him, but then when I look at his filmography, I have no idea who he is. From the trailers that I've seen, he plays it really he well. He does. And a little bit will compare trust to all the money in the world. But I also want to say, I mean, we talk about this being a big opportunity for Brennan Fraser coming back and with a full-on a full-on comeback, potentially with this show. Hilary Swink is an Academy Award-winning actress. I mean, she has done some amazing films. Million Dollar Baby, I think, won Best Picture. And didn't she win the Oscar for that one? Either for too? that, or maybe or Boys Don't t- Cry, or maybe both of them. But both. I think also, so. one of my favorite, Insomnia, the Christopher Christopher Nolan film where uh, Robin Williams, they're in Alaska with Al Pacino. I don't think I've seen that movie, honestly. Oh, oh man! But basically, what I'm saying is, with Hilary Swank, I mean, you look at her filmography in the last, even the last, almost decade. Mm-hmm. I mean, she hasn't been in those type of big roles your Academy Award nominated type of roles or even films and I think there is that opportunity with this you know working with Danny Boyle that maybe this is more of a comeback for her too yeah because she went under radar as well so I haven't seen many yeah she I'm trying to think looking at her filmography since 2009 since um Amelia where she played Amelia Earhart I don't think I've seen too much if any of these movies like I didn't see Logan Lucky Oh, that's that's recently. That came out recently. I think that's on Amazon Prime. So, guys, go watch it. You know, Hilary Swank and Brennan Fraser, they really both have an opportunity here with this TV show to kind of be back in the spotlight. And even better, 
I think about Danny Boyle, his future films, future either producing, writing, or directing, he's going to want to go back to actors he's familiar with. And I, I could definitely see Brendan Fraser in one of his movies. And if we see Brendan Fraser as a lead or close to a lead in one of Danny Boyle's films, I think we can declare a Brendan Fraser victory. Like, he's back. So oh, that's what yes. I'm hoping for. And I think it's a real possibility. I, I, I think so, too. I mean, like, of course he did The Affair last year, but it was just a minor role. So, I mean, him being part of, like, a, a lead in this um, series is definitely going to put him on the map again. I'm really excited what's going to, like, open up the doors for him. Now, with, with Trust, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you've already seen either the, the trailers or read about it. Or us tweeting about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or you're familiar with it the story or how it's related to the movie All the Money in the World. and Because I saw the movie All the Money in the World back in December. I have not. And I remember, so. Carla. I haven't. I know. Great job. I know. As the host of this, <laughs> this podcast. Look. Well, I did see it. And I was excited to see it. Maybe like last summer when they, they the trailer had Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but I mean, the, the trailer showed Kevin Spacey at the very end. Like it was kind of like a secret. They didn't show his face too much. Yeah. And then like at the very end of the trailer, they showed him and he has like all these prosthetics basically. And it made him look like an older um, Getty. Of course, the whole gross thing that happened, they got rid of him real quick. And honestly, from seeing the trailer for the first time, like I was intrigued. I mean, this was, you know, back last summer mm -hmm. and it was Kevin Spacey. It's Paul Getty. And he did look kind of weird to me because I knew, like, one, I was wondering why couldn't they find an older actor? Why are they getting Kevin Spacey? But at the same time, I was intrigued. I remember, like, um, reading about him being in that movie and everything like that. And I was like, oh, okay, let's see how this works out. The, I also read that Christopher Plummer was actually one of the people that um, the director wanted to play Getty. I read that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it worked out for Plummer at the end. <laughs> It really did because he he was nominated for for a Golden Globe Best Act, Best Supporting Actor and Academy Award Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, Kevin Spacey is seething because of that because that could have been him. Well, that's what's really amazing about it. they refilmed all of Kevin Spacey's scenes, reshot them with a whole different actor back in November, like a month before the movie was coming <laughs> out. That's unheard of. And the fact that Christopher Plummer came in, I mean, he nailed it. He was perfect in that role. I, after seeing the movie, it was tough for me to even imagine Kevin Spacey playing that character. Like, Christopher Plummer is terrifying. Oh, yeah. Like, in an evil, creepy kind of way. <laughs> and he was very well deserving of the nominations that he received. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. It's also crazy at the fact that they replaced Kevin Spacey so quick. Because you would think that some people will just like, oh, no, we're just going to leave it and, you know, leave it as is or whatever. He took action and basically replaced them like so quick because I think he knew that he was going to get backlash because of it. Yeah, it sounds like Rowan, they heard about the allegations immediately. They went into what can we do to fix it? Yeah. On one hand, it's like, yeah, that's great of them. Other hand, it's it's so risky. And it, it's tough as if you were one of the producers or head of like a studio studio exec, uh -huh. you know, would you have made that move? Like, is it worth the backlash versus the money? I even think, too, there are plenty of other actors, including Mark Wahlberg, who have done terrible things in the past. And yeah. it's just kind of, you know, forgotten about. I think it also shows other... Other directors is like, hey, you you know, you should also take this type of step 
if allegations come out from your actors and just get rid of them. But I, I understand, like, money-wise, like, your budget and how much it's even going to cost to replace them as well. So it's kind of like there's no win-win situation sometimes. With that, I mean, there's the other controversy. Like, first it was Kevin Spacey in the movie. Mm-hmm. Then it was we do the reshoots and... Mark Wahlberg has paid $1.5 million for the, the week of reshoots. And then Michelle Williams has paid the the $80 per day, the per diem or whatever. Something stupid. The worst part is that they both have the same agent or this agent from the same agency. Yeah, I think they're you yeah they're both – they're represented by the same person or something like that. It, it was – to me, when I heard that news, it was infuriating because – Michelle Williams has been nominated for how many Academies? And you have Mark Wahlberg, who plays the same damn character in every single movie. So, For Michelle Williams, I mean, this past December, in The Greatest Showman, she was amazing. Perfect. And then in All the Money in the World, she was also, like, the highlight of the movie. It was heartbreaking when I first read that. Especially, it's like, how evil is that Mark Wahlberg? Maybe he didn't know, but the agency knew. He knew. And Michelle, Michelle Williams is like, <laughs> thinking she's doing it, you know, I'll do a good thing. But the worst part is like, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg then donated to mon- the money to an organization. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, good for you. You still got that money to donate. Yeah, though. Like, but here's the thing. He only did it because he got backlash for it. You know, he received all this backlash, and of course, he decided to donate it in her name to an organization, which is great. But would he would have done that if this wasn't known? I think he would have no, kept of it. Not. He would have kept it. Oh, well, he would yeah. have kept it. But even so, like, either way, my thing is he's an asshole. <laughs> so you donate it to an organization or charity. It's like that's fine, but it doesn't change that you still got. million to donate in the first place. Like, it's not like things were equal with Michelle Williams or things are going to change forward with Mark Wahlberg. Because Mark Wahlberg, he's at the point where he can demand anything he wants. If he wants Michelle Williams to make an extra million dollars, she's going to get it. So that's a whole other story. But what's what's interesting (laughs) and what's great for Brennan Fraser is that the TV show Trust does not come with this baggage. No, it's like all new, everything's fresh, different people. It's a completely different story than from um, the actual movie itself. Right. It sounds like there's a lot of different, like reading through the synopsis and details and even watching the trailer, you can tell there are some major differences. And even the way the characters act, I mean, and to me, it's for the better because Mark Wahlberg he plays Fletcher Chase. Yes, and, which Brandon Fraser he, is going to be playing in the show as well. It is amazing. I mean, I guess it come down to, you know, the director or even the writer of how they determine each character should be. But mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg, he plays at Mark Wahlberg. Like Mark Wahlberg <laughs> was like, hey, I'm free this weekend, guys. Let's shoot a movie. <laughs> and, he, you know, he shows up. He's like, I'm going to be myself. Or maybe that's not himself. I don't know. But, no, it's like... It's like him and The Rock are play the same character over and over again. Yeah, it's funny we're talking about The Rock. <laughs> oh, God. They're, they're but, the only I mean, actors that play the same character over and over again. They recycle it. Well, that, that's true. And that's what's so, what I love so much about the trailer for Trust is see, seeing how Brennan Fraser approached this character and took like a whole new, whole new spin on it. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch the trailer for All the Money in the World and go watch the trailer for Trust. And you will see Brennan Fraser is playing the Mark Wahlberg character. 
of James Fletcher Chase. And it is like night and day in yeah. the best possible way. Oh, yeah. If you got to choose like which character do you want to go hang out with, you're not choosing Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no. Well, what's interesting to me is that I read that his character is almost like the narrator of the show and he'll talk directly to the camera, which to me is interesting because if you've seen House of Cards, Kevin Spacey's character will turn to the camera and say, you know, what he's thinking. So that's pretty cool. And I, when I see Brennan Fraser doing the same thing, it just makes me more excited to watch this show. Yeah. I also read, like, the, uh, as we're talking about the uh, difference in characters between Mark Wahlberg and him, because isn't in, in Mark Wahlberg one uh, where he's, like, an ex-CIA, basically, or something like that, or, like, an ex-spy that he plays? Yeah. 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 Well, in the Trust one, I was reading, and I'm going to quote on it, because I was reading an article in Variety, and this is... I'm. Reading this made me, like, really excited about it. So here's a quote. He's a man with a texture pass. He's a journey of redemption. He wants to rescue the kid for personal reasons outside of being behold, beholden to his boss, the richest man in the world. I wanted to show that he really cares, that he cares about the family, he cares about Gail, and he's not the just an employee of the Midas character. How does that relate? Because you saw, I mean, you saw the, the movie. How does that? Well... Yeah, I mean, okay, so in All the Money in the World, Mark Wahlberg's character, Fletcher Chase, I'm reading, like, the, the character description, mm-hmm. a Getty oil negotiator and former CIA operative. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in the movie, you don't really get to see too much of, like, his side of things, like, what he's really feeling or thinking. He's kind of like the reserved character, kind of like the cool, tough, you know, <laughs> my glasses on, I've got this. And now he does, you know, help um, Gail, mm-hmm. like, more than anybody else. I mean, he... Well, he's kind of assigned to do it, but mm-hmm. you can tell he does kind of have that feeling towards wanting to help her. So I'm really hoping that with trust, they kind of expand upon that. Because the movie, it was like, I wouldn't call it a great movie. I'd call it a decent movie, like a, a B minus at, at the most. I mean, there were a lot of great moments, but there wasn't enough. I don't know if they cut a lot of stuff out because maybe they had to, but yeah. I'm really hoping that trust kind of expands upon everything. I mean, they have 10 episodes. So I really think we're going to see much better developed characters. I, I, I really hope so. I mean, because this one's going to be like completely different because I think this is going to be more of a, you know, f- the, the drama between the family. It's more, it, it seems like a little bit more personal than what I think the movie was. Yeah, and I think having more time to do that will definitely, you know, make that come across a lot better than the movie. And I mean, I don't want to go too much in like to the details of like what happens because I know a lot of people haven't seen all the money in the world or even read about the story with Paul Getty Jr. being kidnapped and Mm -hmm. the kidnappers demanding $17 million if you want Getty Jr. back and the grandfather saying, I'm not going to pay anything (laughs) to get him back. In the the movie, the trailer, it's more dramatic. Like the reporter says, how much would you pay? Nothing. He doesn't say with the squeaky voice, but you know what I mean. It's like that evil... That evil. <laughs> Dr. Evil type. Of, yeah. It, it's a great story. There's so much to build on. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot that they didn't cover in the movie that we're actually going to see in the TV show. And I'm, I'm just really excited that, one, it's an awesome cast. I mean, director, writers, and even better, there's no baggage attached to it because I keep thinking, with all the money in the world, going to see it in theaters, I kept, I knew characters were replaced, things were reshot. Yeah. And, it, and then, like, when the it drama. Ended, it kind of felt that way. Oh, yeah. Right. So you're thinking about it the whole time. Plus, there were things that didn't make sense in the movie that maybe it's because they cut stuff out mm-hmm. or maybe because it was just a terribly written movie. 
at the end, you really didn't know what opinion to have on the exactly. movie. So you, you can, now, let me ask you yeah. this. Go ahead. Do you watch FX? Do you have any? Like, have you seen any of the TV shows on there? Yeah. Are you an American Horror Story or American Crime Story? Yeah, I've seen some of them. Yes. But they—they've definitely produced a lot of good content in the last decade, and especially in the last five years. With, I mean, American Horror Story, love it. American Crime Story, the first season with John Travolta. Oh yeah, amazing. The OJ. Have you seen that? the OJ one? Yes, that was a really good one. That really was fantastic. I mean, I love like courtroom dramas and especially with oj simpson i was you know captivated from the beginning but great act john travolta and i that's what i kind of see with brent fraser in this role like i mean i want to say john travolta was nominated for a golden globe um i don't i don't think he was i don't know well let's take that bet listeners if you're still listening (laughs) carla says he was not nominated for his role in american crime story daniel says yes so i'm gonna look it up you're actually looking it up. <laughs> for Golden Globe, it had five nominations, including Best Supporting Actor in a Series for John Travolta and Sterling K. Brown. Not that that's relevant to anything we're talking about, but... <laughs> but Sterling K. Brown took it home. <laughs> he's fantastic. Did you watch This Is Us? Uh, Yeah. Who, oh, you do? Yeah, who doesn't? All right, listeners, <laughs> you should be watching This Is Us. And be prepared to cry every single time. Oh, man. I don't want to think about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, I mean, we've got – so Trust, 10 episodes, first episode, Sunday, March 25th. There you go, guys. March 25th, 10 p.m. Make sure you record that. But, yeah, I'm totally excited. This is totally a comeback for sure. So I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to nail this – this character. I mean, he is, to me, the reason to watch it. Like, without knowing he's in it, I'm excited for it because I like the story of, you know, the Gettys. Mm-hmm. But once he's in it, it's like, it is a reason to watch and to tell people, go watch it. Because let's talk about the clip that was released a couple days ago. It's, it's only like 20 seconds, but it, it's full on Brennan Fraser. He's talking to some guy. I think he's in Italy. And, well, obviously right now we're going to play the clip. When I was in the CIA, they taught us how to kill a man with a pencil. It goes in the ear, that, through the eardrum, bam, right into the brain. Lights out. <laughs> okay, so I mean, it's pretty funny. And I mean... <laughs> the type of humor that Brandon Fraser has, I think it's going to go well with this character. It's different. It's not like full on ha 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 funny, like, you know, you're laughing your ass off. It's just like it's a chuckle here and there, like, but you get it and it makes like the scene funnier, I guess. What I like about it is that we get to see Brendan having fun with this role. I mean, different parts of the trailer. He's got a cowboy hat on. He has the accent. I mean, he's talking about how to kill a man with a pencil. Yeah, with a pencil. Yeah. He's having so much fun telling this man how he would do it, you know, putting the pencil into his ear and you go pop. Yeah. And it just freaks the kid out, basically, like when he's like, because he's like right in front of his face doing this, you know, the pencil gesture and everything like that. Oh, shit. I don't want to mess with that. Yeah. So when the Twitter account for Trust released it, they put, he's a different kind of pencil pusher. (laughs) And I mean, once you watch it, that's going to, you're going to crack up. I just watch it now with with the audio (laughs) off and seeing the expression on his face with the unsnapping the pencil in half. Yeah. Time's up. The accent, the hat, and just talking down to this guy, scaring him. I mean, I'm so excited to see this. I think everyone is. Like, in 
in the little Brandon Fraser community. I think everybody's excited to see him make a little comeback and everything like that. I also really like there's the they were they tweeted out a gif. Mm-hmm. I say gif. You don't say gif, do you? It depends. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if you're one of those people. Okay, so they tweeted out a gif mm-hmm. of Brennan Fraser just walking down a hallway, being cool. Oh you know, yeah, he's got the face, the like intense, goofy, almost like you know Texan guy with the cowboy hat on the prowl. Mm-hmm. They're definitely you know pushing this, and the things that they're retweeting too. I mean, it's nice to see that you know them acknowledging that there is a, a fan base for Brennan Fraser. I think real quick before we go. I want to address the pronunciation of his last name. We put a little poll. I don't know. I think they'll be wait by this time. By by the time this comes out, it's already. It'll be so long. Yeah, yeah. We we did do a poll to see what people thought about pronouncing his name because most people I talk to, including myself, when you say you say Brendan, you say Fraser. Yes. Like Fraser. Fraser. That's what people say. I watch. I watch interviews movie trailers like kind of comparing it and there was the one interview where brendan explains it's fraser like razor and how he's so used to hearing it you know both ways but it's just kind of i think he said it rolls off his back like not a big deal so yeah you're gonna hear me go both ways on it yeah i, I think I mean, both of us are gonna be saying definitely most people we talk to they say fraser yeah and i mean i grew up on a christmas tree farm where we sold fraser furs and this is not a joke even to this past december we do everything with like a handsaw and one of our saws, it's named Brendan Fraser. Oh my god! <laughs> um, and it's one of those things where we do we do fresh cuts for people. You get a, a pre cut tree, we'll put a fresh cut on it. Uh-huh. You know, if we're cutting it and it's not working, we say bring down Brendan Fraser. We keep it off the side, fresh blade, and he can power through anything. And I'm not joking or exaggerating. This is a real thing. This is the best thing I've ever heard today. <laughs> it, well, it, it's one of those things where I don't realize how strange I am until I, I say it out loud or tell anybody. Like, Or when customers would show up and they say, hey, is that a saw that says Brennan Frazier? And I'm like, yeah, Brennan Frazier, Frazier Furs. We sell Frazier Furs, Brennan Frazier. They're like, oh, okay, that's kind of <laughs> weird. But And to be fair, we also have a Spruce Willis. Oh, my God. Bruce Willis. That's like so we're kind of weird. Yeah, but, you guys are a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we I apologize in advance. I'm going to say it both ways. I always in my head think Fraser, 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 but... It's been years of just growing up thinking Frasier. I've always said Frasier, so, I mean, I'll probably continue saying it like that. But I'm pretty sure we're going to have people who are going to cringe every time we say it. Oh, definitely. That's what I'm... So we do apologize in advance if we say it the way we want to say it and not the way you like it. (laughs) It's one of those things where, like, listening back to the audio, I'm like, oh, I said Frasier. Then I said Frasier. (laughs) And then I just kind of mumble it, so... Yeah. But Carla, Carla's going to do whatever she wants to do. She's the rebel of this this <laughs> duo. I want to follow the rules and not get yelled at by random Twitter people oh, and get hate mail. Um, just, any hate mail can be directed towards Carla. Oh, that's just I rude. I won't accept it. That's totally rude. But I don't I don't have time for hate mail. You know, do you? No, not at all. But if you want to send us hate mail, we do have an email. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah, you can send us hate. Send it to our email, not our Twitter. Like, yeah, don't send yeah, me a message. Yeah, don't. I don't have time for that. But you know what? I would really like to further down the line have a day where we read all of our emails, like not ones with questions, because we'll, we'll do like a we'll answer questions as we go along. But uh-huh. I would love to have an episode where it's just like maybe people say review it or like, hey, we hate you, um, <laughs> Brandon Frazier. You know, we don't like him. Or yeah, that's gonna be ten that, years too late. That's gonna be the day that I'm just gonna be crying the entire time. <laughs> Of like the- <laughs> I mean, it's something to look forward to. 
I, I think the listeners would really enjoy an episode where Carla cries as she reads bad reviews, and I'll be over here just being like, <laughs> yeah, that's sad, but I, I'm going to hold back the, the tears because... Um, but yeah, guys. But yeah, I mean, we... Do you want to end it? If, yeah. If you're still listening at this point... I mean, we've been recording for a while, so we really appreciate it if you're still listening. Or if you skipped ahead. If you skipped the middle, um, you probably didn't miss too much. So, you know, it's fine. Thanks for joining us now rather than never. Right? We're just really happy that you guys are giving us a listen, for sure. We do appreciate that. Wow. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. And don't forget to watch Trust and tell all of your friends. It is on this Sunday... March 25th at 10 p.m. on FX. Also follow us on our Twitter page as well. The Brandon Fraser, the Brandon Fraser podcast is going to be at B Fraser podcast on our Twitter. And also you can, if you want to email us some hate mail, whatever, um, you can also email us at bfraser at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on our personal Twitters. Mine is at Kickapoo with five O's. And, and mine is at Stuck on Sorna. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye.